0: This podcast is brought to you by Real Life Captioned Eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by Reddit user Scottish Rough Dumb. The title of the story is Hardy Goes to the Gym. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. Hardy hit the heavy punch bag hard, blinking the sweat from his eyes as he focused on his combinations. Right, right, left, body, body right uppercut the leather indented deeply with every hit the bag swinging from the chain that connected it to the ceiling he preferred to be as quick and mobile as his huge frame allowed fists covered by red wraps rather than full gloves or even bag mitts. a lifetime of fighting meant that he hardly felt the impact of the blows on his knuckles so conditioned were they to delivering punches he finished with a crunching uppercut that lifted the 200 pound bag of foot into the air the chain slackening then bouncing wildly as the weight came back down. He steadied it with his hand as he regained his breath, looking around the gym. When he had come in there were several dancing, slapping men using the punch bags but by the time he finished he was the only one, the rest of the patrons having drifted away from the man mountain, intimidated by his size and intensity. He snarled at no one in particular, wiped the back of a hand over his wet forehead, and walked the few steps to where his gym bag was sitting. Hardy's usual gym was a spit-and-sawdust affair with equipment that was old but solid, nothing fancy but everything functional. It was frequented by men who, like him, were boxers or fighters of one type or another. Everyone kept themselves to themselves, concentrated on their workouts, then went home. Nothing like this one, dripping with posers and lycra who seemed to spend more time on the mirrors than any other piece of equipment, but he was out of town on a job and had been forced to find somewhere to let off a bit of steam. He unwrapped his hands, stretched and flexed his fingers to push the numbness out of them, then reached into the bag for his water. Thirst quenched. He stripped off the faded gray sleeveless t-shirt that was now drenched in sweat and tossed it into the open bag, intending to pull on a fresh one. No sooner had the sodden top landed when he heard an instantly irritating male voice behind him. Excuse me, sir, if you wouldn't mind putting your top back on. We actually have a no-nudity policy in this gymnasium. Hardy could have pointed out to the stupid little man that the word gymnasium literally translated from the ancient Greek as school for naked exercise. Or, he could have turned, gripped his face in his hand, lifted him off the floor, and squeezed until his skull cracked. But, he did neither. The first would be wasted knowledge, and the second would probably result in him being asked to leave. Instead, he turned and looked down on the speaker. At six foot six, Hardy looked down on most people. The man was six foot tall. Mid-twenties, dressed in the matching blue cargo shorts and polo shirt that identified him as a member of staff. A photographic ID badge hanging from a lanyard around his neck identified him as Donnie, and he held a black plastic clipboard across his chest. Hardy stared at him. Do you know what a scutum is? He growled. I don't really see. A scutum, Hardy continued, is the shield the Romans used. It was made of light but very strong wood wrapped in thick leather and held together by iron bands and rivets. A scutum could take a blow from the mightiest of men and still remain whole. Hardy paused and gripped his cock through his sweatpants, squeezing the thickness of it. Donnie looked down, and his eyes widened as he saw the shape and size of what Hardy was packing. He liked to intimidate men with his cock. The stags with the biggest antlers were the kings of the glens, and Hardy knew some of that primal logic still applied amongst men today. I still don't understand what that's got to do with. I'm asking. Donnie, because you seem to be under the impression that the clipboard you hold so tightly to your chest offers you a level of protection equal to that of a scutum, I can assure you, cunt, that it does not. The smaller man opened and closed his mouth a few times and took a step back. Hardy immediately stepped forward and filled the space. His fist clenched. Is everything okay here? Hardy glanced over the now-quivering Donnie's head and saw a cute little piece with blonde hair tied in a ponytail walking quickly towards them. She was frowning but more confused than angry. Not one word, Hardy said quietly before stepping back. She reached them and stood beside Donnie. Hardy took her in without trying to hide the fact he was doing it. She was 5'4 or 5, tanned, wearing the same outfit as the suddenly tongue-tied Donnie. Her tits were small, her hips similar, and Hardy had no doubt her pussy would be as tight as the rest of her. Definitely fuckable, Donnie. She asked, is everything okay? Yeah, I was just. He looked at Hardy. I was just chatting. But I've got a client I need to get back to. Hardy watched as Donnie scurried away. In his haste bumping into the same punchback he had been punishing just a few minutes before. Hi. The woman said, extending her hand. I'm Jenny. Hardy took her hand. He's so big that hers disappeared in his grip and shook it lightly. Hardy, he said. Pleased to meet you, Hardy. You're new here, right? Temporary member. Only in town for a few days. That's a shame, she said. Her eyes drifting over Hardy's broad chest down to his abdomen, a flash of hunger in them as she saw the bulge of his cock before she caught herself and looked up into his eyes again. I don't know if Donnie mentioned, but we sort of have a no-shirt, no-service type of thing going on here. He did not, Hardy said. I was just changing my top, got a fresh one in my bag. I get sweaty sometimes. I bet you do, Jenny said, smiling, her eyes on his chest again. But only when I'm working out, or when I'm fucking. She gasped as his words landed her eyes involuntarily darting back to his cock. Hardy couldn't have made his offer any plainer. The rest was up to her. He bent down, reached inside his bag, pulled out a clean t-shirt, and slipped it over his head. Jenny looked distraught that the show was over. I'm going to finish my workout, Hardy said. If you don't mind. He walked away without giving her the chance to reply. For the next hour, he used the free weights to work out. Silently lifting twice as much as the grunting runts who needed to yell and scream to show how much effort they were putting in. The entire gym was full of men Hardy would have happily spent the rest of the day knocking about. Their bodies were muscular in a way that only ever came in handy when lifting weights. Drop them in some of the situations he was used to being in and they would be as much use as a bible in a brothel. Jenny tried not to be too obvious about it. But he saw her watching him as he lifted. Noticed how she orbited around him always near but never too close the entire time he was there. It wasn't until he racked his last set and returned to his back that she made her move. Mr. Hardy, she called, walking up to him. He noticed right away that her cheeks were flushed and had no doubt that her panties would be wet too. Jenny, she took a few seconds to compose herself. Hardy enjoyed the nervous, slightly frantic, the energy she was giving off. We always welcome new customers here at Mind and Body. I was wondering if you were considering making your membership permanent. No, Hardy said, wondering if her flirting earlier was just a sales tactic. I thought you'd say that, but, well, sometimes, to try and get potential customers to change their minds. We offer them the use of the executive shower rooms. Hardy raised an eyebrow. They're private shower rooms, she continued, much more spacious. Better all-round for a man of your size. I do enjoy having my size accommodated, Jenny. She smiled wickedly reached into her back pocket and pulled out a black plastic keycard which she handed to Hardy. Room 8, she said. It's the one at the end of the executive corridor. The most private one. Hardy pushed the keycard into his pocket, brushing his hand against his already swelling cock as he did. Then I guess I'll go shower. Not too quickly. Jenny leaned in and whispered. Please, I don't want you to smell like soap when I get there. With that, she giggled, turned, and strode away across the gym. Hardy watched her go her peaky little ass wiggling a bit too much for it to be just the way she walked. Jenny was accentuating the swing of her hips, knowing full well the big man's eyes would be on her. I'm going to split you in two, Hardy thought, picking up his bag and heading for executive shower room number eight. Five minutes later he was stripped, rubbing his now fully hard cock slowly up and down. He enjoyed squeezing the tip of the 10-inch monster and watching the little beads of percum ooze out of it, smearing them over the head of it. Jenny was going to need as much lubrication as he could muster if she wanted to take his thick, meaty cock without passing out. Not that Hardy cared. She was just another hole to be fucked. The knocking on the door was quiet, nervous. Hardy wanted those nerves to be flaring inside her. So he left the door closed until she knocked again 30 seconds later. When he finally opened the door he enjoyed the shock on her face as she saw him naked for the first time. Barrel chest. Shaved head. Thick stubble arms and legs like tree trunks, and that python of a cock waving around in front of it all. Hardy knew how impressive a specimen he was. Jenny opened her mouth to speak, but Hardy reached into the corridor, grabbed hold of her shirt, and dragged her into the room before she could say a word. He tore her shorts down then whipped her top over her head. She was wearing a black sports bra and red lace panties. Hardy could see the panties were wet, some of the material tucked up inside her pussy lips, creating a little cleft line along her slit. He gripped the front and back of them then pulled in opposite directions, easily tearing the fabric. The panties stuck to her pussy for a second before falling, torn, to the floor. He picked her up easily, Jenny wrapping her legs around him as best she could, and walked over to the wall. She looked wild with desire. Fuck me, she begged. Hardy held her in the air, hovering over his cock for a second, then dropped her down onto it driving his entire length into her in one cruel move. Jenny screamed, shut up and take it. Hardy growled, gripping her hips and lifting and dropping her small frame onto his cock again and again. She was as tight as he had hoped she would be, and he could imagine how brutal he felt inside her, forcing her pussy wider than it had ever been before. She bit down on his neck hard, but Hardy hardly even noticed. He was now in the grip of his lust, and very little distracted him when he was like that. He pummeled that little pussy over and over. Showing no mercy, turning and twisting her body as he pleased. He pulled out, turned her to face the wall, bent her over, then stood behind her, driving into her with such force that her feet left the ground with every thrust. He grabbed her hair and stretched her neck back and looked down on her face, pleased to see her eyes rolling in her skull. She reached between her legs and squeezed his cock as it slid in and out of her, then started working on her clit. He could the vibrations of her hand knowing she was frigging herself hard and fast. When she came she sounded like an animal, almost roaring into the space as her little body shuddered and juddered and jerked. Hardy emptied his balls inside her soon after. He placed both hands on her shoulders and fucked her so hard that he knew her ass would be bruised for a week, enjoying the dull, fleshy slapping sounds that their bodies made on every contact. She still felt tight, but her pussy was loosening now, and he wanted to feel it grip his shaft as he unloaded inside her. One, two, three more thrusts and he came inside her, spurt after spurt of cum filling her hole until it was dripping out of her and splattering on the tiled floor. He felt Jenny's hand between her legs again and knew she was scooping his cum from her pussy and tasting him. He let go as he pulled his cock out of her, and she fell in a heap to the floor, her pussy gaping wide open, his cum freely oozing out of her. Not bad, Hardy thought, but he was done with her now. He left her lying there, her breathing rapid and shallow, and walked over to the shower turning it on and stepping under the warm water. A few minutes later she was crawling across the floor on all fours. A sexy, wanton look on her face, his cum smeared over her lips and cheeks. What else can I do for you, big boy? She asked in a voice dripping with sexual intent. You can close the door on your way out, Hardy said. What? Jenny asked, still smiling, certain she had misheard. I said, you can close the door on your way out. We're done here. Hardy watched her face change from sultry to angry as his words sank in. That's it, she asked, her voice rising in volume and pitch. You wanted to fuck. We fucked. You came. I came. What else is there? You think I've got all day to spend here? I'm a busy man, darling. You're a fucking prick. Jenny yelled, getting up off the floor and grabbing her clothes. Hardy watched as she wiped his cum from her face with her ripped panties then pulled on her t-shirt and cargo shorts, both of which now had rips on them. She balled the panties up and threw them at him. A fucking prick. She yanked the door open so hard it crashed on its hinges then slammed shut behind her. Yeah, Hardy thought as he soaked up his body. Tell me something I don't know.